0: Hey there sweethearts and welcome to the sweetheart soul sessions podcast a place where you can come for an uplifting perspective on all things intuitive a sweet retreat for your soul so get ready because your session starts now hello hello sweethearts it's andrea your host certified reiki practitioner natural born clairvoyant and empath Performing arts director, wife, and mother. It just dawned on me before I got on here for this episode that we are nearing the one year anniversary of the existence of the Sweetheart Soul Sessions podcast. Insert applause here. Woohoo! I am so grateful and so thrilled to having been able to come to you in this way and have you spend time with me in this way and to share things. I have received so much feedback over this past year of people that love the podcast and listen to it on their way to work or their way home from work or when they're making dinner or whenever it's convenient for them. And it's just such an honor and a privilege for me to be welcomed into your space and for you to listen to the things that I bring to the surface. And if any of it helps you or it inspires you, then that is like a double rainbow for me. So I just want to do something special for the, um, anniversary episode, and um, I'm going to be brainstorming on that. If you have any suggestions at all of anything that you want to hear, uh, if you're not already part of my Sweetheart Soul Sessions group page on Facebook, you are more than welcome to find that and then ask to join the group. I used to have a um, a public page for Sweetheart Soul Sessions, and um, that page is actually being removed. So if you want to be part of the group, please ask to join the group and I will get an alert and you'll be accepted into the group. So for today's episode, I want to talk about the, the different types of personalities for the soul. Our soul has its own personality separate from our own. And if that's hard for you to understand, let me just preface by saying this. Who we are in public and who we are to other people and who we are to our loved ones and our supervisors and whatever setting that we're in, that is the surface layer of who we are. It doesn't doesn't tap into what's underneath. It doesn't tap into the true essence of our soul and who we are. Nobody fully, truly knows the essence of who we are. Nobody knows in our, the deepest depths of our soul who we are. They just receive what we show on the surface. And so it dawned on me that the soul has its own personality. And when I was thinking about this, I was scrolling Pinterest. I love Pinterest quotes, <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I I'm a quote fanatic. It's actually a problem. <laughs> I'm always concerned that Pinterest is going to like send me an alert that I've reached the amount of pin limits that they have, like I that there, there's going to be some sort of like glass ceiling that I reach and there's no more room to post any more quotes on Pinterest. They'll say, "Listen, lady, you've reached the maximum amount of pins allowed." <laughs> that is how big of a problem it is but the reason I love quotes so much is because I'm fascinated by the fact that in one sentence I can make you think of something or I can inspire you or I can calm you or I can bring you to a realization or an epiphany in your life the fact that that can happen in a sentence or two is just miraculous to me And some sentences that are formed are just beautifully written in the way that it affects the human heart. And I just find that to be so totally amazing. I mean, you could have a bookshelf filled with all sorts of books that have different themes. But it's just so interesting to me that all it takes is one or two sentences to also shape a human emotion. It's just crazy. I love it. So... I I was scrolling Pinterest as I'm thinking about quotes and I'm thinking about the fact that our soul has a personality, and it dawned on me as I was looking at quotes like this, quote, today, be the badass person you were too lazy to be yesterday, end quote. And quotes like this, quote, don't do it for you, do it for the oh shit, you got hot, end quote. And then also quotes like this, no fear, no limits, no excuses, end quote. I was looking at quotes like this and I've started to feel inadequate. I started to feel self-conscious. I started to feel depressed and kind of in a crappy mood. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I love quotes. How could you do this to me? How could you do this to me, Pinterest? But then I realized that quote might motivate the hell out of somebody else. But it doesn't motivate me. It just makes me feel worse. So then I came to this huge light bulb moment that personalities of the soul are a lot like personalities when it comes to exercising so you have low impact souls and you have high impact souls a low impact soul would be somebody that enjoys hiking swimming yoga pilates somebody that is more comfortable and more motivated by having one foot or one part of the body always grounded at all times always touching the ground at all times There's no excessive force. It's gentle. The body is supported. There's less of a risk of injury. And you have longevity in these exercises. You can do them for long periods of time. And then it dawned on me that there are high-impact souls. And a high-impact soul would be somebody that enjoys, like, running and cardio. Maybe weightlifting. Maybe, what was the other thing I was thinking about? Um triathlons, marathons, high impact souls, people that are comfortable and feel freer with both feet leaving the ground. These people are conditioned for this fitness. They have to work up to this state of stamina. They have to have less of a predisposition to joint pain or injuries. They're not as afraid of the risk. They have bodies that can tolerate the force And the impact. So I find it interesting because I think this is how our souls are sectioned off. And I'm not suggesting that this is it. Either you're a low impact soul or a high impact soul and that's it. That's not what I'm saying. Your soul is you cannot define it. You cannot define it. Your soul is as intricate as you as a human being. Trying to explain exactly what somebody's soul is like is like trying to describe or explain a fingerprint without being able to write it down or show any PowerPoint at all. Just with the spoken word, describe your fingerprint. You probably can't do it to the to the effect that it deserves. So I'm not suggesting that it's cut and dry, you're either A or B. But I do think that this is a factor when it comes to the personality of someone's soul. I do think that we are either a low-impact or a high-impact soul. Low-impact soul people would be maybe more inclined to be motivated by a quote that sounds like this. Quote, success is a series of small wins. End quote. Or... Quote, when you focus on the good, the good gets better, end quote. Or something like this, quote, failure is a bruise, not a tattoo, end quote. Those, I feel personally that I am, I would be considered a low impact soul personality. I find tremendous solace and comfort in the three quotes that I just read to you. I love the idea that failure is not permanent. And I don't need a quote that says, you lazy bum, (laughs) you better go sweat out that failure. (laughs) Obviously, I'm being extreme. But I think that something that sounds a little more centered and a little bit more of like a one foot on the ground sort of thing is more helpful for me as far as motivation and growth. Whereas other people, I totally understand. I have friends that are high impact soul personalities and they need that kick in the pants. They need the like, you know, get out there and hustle and smash your goals and work for it. That high octane adrenaline motivation. They need that. It's actually interesting to me because if you look at children, you could actually probably tell if they are a low-impact soul personality or a high-impact soul personality just by looking at their behavior and how they interact with others. Some kids are let me swing from the ceiling fan, no fear at all. And they need that sort of interaction. They need that sort of motivation. They don't need somebody to say, okay, let's take a breath. Let's sit down. Let's make a gentler choice. They don't speak that language. If they are a high impact soul personality, they are going to need you to speak to them in a high impact soul language which is something like, I know that that looks like it's an amazing time to swing from the ceiling fan, but it's not an amazing time if you get hurt and can't go outside and ride your bike for the next three weeks. Like, you know, if you, if you're more careful indoors, then maybe when we go outside, we can jump on the trampoline or we can do something that's a little more fun. So, and that's just an example, again, looking at children because, because our souls don't age like our bodies do, you know. um, As we get older, you know, our bodies can't sustain as much force, right, depending on who you are. But I do think that 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 overall, you know, our bodies do um, need a lot more care as we get older. And it doesn't mean that your soul ages. It doesn't mean that your soul changes. There's a lot of uh you know elderly people out there that maybe their bodies don't allow for them to do the activities that they used to do but their soul still wants to there it's still in them um speaking of which i actually my neighbor next door he's an avid cyclist like he's on his bike he's got the the helmet and the windbreaker and the lights on the bike and um I think that if he could choose between r- driving his car and taking his bicycle, he would take his bicycle a million times before ever taking a car. He once told us that he there was a period of time where he didn't take his car to work, that he would just take his bike to work he would cycle to work and we asked him where he worked and it was like 20 minutes from here (laughs) and so it's just it's something that he loves and in his in his mind and in his soul you know he's this high impact soul personality um even though you know he's in his late 70s now and uh lately he's been taking the car more than the bike um he's having some hip issues But it doesn't change the personality of the soul. And somebody like him, you know, if you say something like, hey, it's never too late to be the person that you want to be, he might be like, "Uh, okay, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I don't need that, you know, Hallmark card, you know, psychobabble or whatever. But he might appeal to, it, it might appeal to him to hear a quote that says like, like, you know, get out there and and smash those goals or, or be a goal getter or whatever you want to say, like like you know yesterday is over, get out there and sweat it out today or whatever i don't I don't have too many uh high impact soul personality quotes in my back pocket because they bother me <laughs> because I just don't I'm not drawn to them, but for somebody that is a high impact soul, they need stuff like that they need quotes that are motivating um High impact soul personalities will love any sort of marketing that that they do for gyms, like to join a gym membership, you know, like New Year's Eve, like New Year, new you, like that sort of thing. Like, you know, nobody ever, nobody ever got famous by waiting for opportunity to come knocking, like, you know, just things like that. So um, don't wish for it, work for it, you know, all this stuff. While the low impact soul personalities are all sitting over here going, is there something wrong with me that I just feel like I'm being yelled at? That I feel like this is the Gordon Ramsay of self-motivation or self-discovery. We just feel like, I just feel like when I read quotes like that, I feel like I'm being talked at. And I feel like they sometimes are are structured in a way that it's like, there's something wrong with you that you need to fix. So you better do it, or you're going to be sorry. As as a low impact soul personality, that's how I perceive high impact quotes. So I just wanted to put this out there because this isn't something that people talk about. I've never heard anybody talk about this before, and chances are you probably haven't either. But you might be the type of person that you know you're scrolling social media. And you're seeing like a health coach or something like that or a some sort of, um, you know, I don't know, some sort of coach. They've got this stuff on social media everywhere, um, you know, or fitness instructor or whatever. And they're on there going, you know, today's the day that, you know, you're going to start this regimen and all this stuff. And um, you could be reading that going, oh, my God, this all this does is just remind me that like, you know i'm i i need to join some sort of class or you know i need to start going for my nightly walks again or you know i really should dust off that that um that treadmill that we bought that's sitting in the basement. You know, sometimes people read those high impact marketing things or advertisements on social media, and it just makes you feel like crap. It it it, it magnifies all of the things that you're not doing, and it makes you feel worse. It does the opposite of motivation. Um, and then... Vice versa, you know, high impact people, I am sure that they come across pages like Sweetheart Soul Sessions. Or they come across, you know, uh, social media posts where it's like Namaste, or you know, about how to center yourself and ground yourself in nature, and all this stuff, and or how, um, you know, you take you can take responsibility for your role. You know how we talked about Ho'oponopono. You know the Hawaiian practice of forgiveness and taking responsibility for your role in your life and other people's lives, returning to gratitude, and I. I think sometimes maybe some high impact soul personalities kind of scoff at that they kind of look at it like yeah okay Mm -hmm. let's go paint some rainbows and unicorns but that's not going to make you build muscle that's not going to make you sweat it's not going to make you better than you were yesterday but I think that there are there are benefits from being a high impact soul personality and also a benefit from being a low impact soul personality and for some of you that are listening to this, you're probably thinking, well, I'm both. I'm both the, I like to get out there and sweat it out. I like a a good quote that tells me, hey, I'm gonna kick you in the butt so that you do the X, Y, Z or whatever. You might be that type of person, but then also say, but I also really like to be centered and I like to be grounded and I do believe in meditation and I do all of these other things. So is it possible to be a high impact soul, but also a low impact soul person personality all at the same time? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And it all goes back to exercise. High impact people, they do things like running and cardio, like I said, but they can't sustain that for a long period of time. If you were to go to a gym and ask people like, hey, how often do you have leg day? Or how often do you do your arms? Or how often do you do this or that? chances are they have a couple days out of the week that they do their legs or they do their arms and then they take a rest. They do like a rest day where they do a different body part. And they do that because they want to avoid burnout. So they may do a gentler exercise or they just may not exercise that body part at all for a couple of days. So every high impact person, as far as exercise is concerned, every high impact person, is also forced to be a low impact person because they just can't they can't sustain that stamina or else they'll burn out. I mean, think about a firework. I mean, a firework burns hot for, for a while, but then it's done. And um, you know, these people don't want to damage their body. They want to be able to continue to, you know, do this. Most people do it in a, in a healthy way. So, so all high impact people are also low-impact people. So if you find yourself being that person that's like, yes, get up, face the day, no excuses, no tears, but you're also the type of person that's like, I love the idea that failure is a bruise, not a tattoo. I love the gentler side of things where it's like, you know, is it's okay to not be okay and tomorrow's going to be better. Like if you like both of those then that is not crazy. You're just a hybrid. You are a high impact low impact soul personality. You are the perfect yin and yang. So um now it's the opposite. If some of you are like, "Well, I'm a low impact person." Which me, I'm raising my hand right now. Yes, I'm a low-impact soul personality. Can we also be high-impact soul personalities? The answer is also yes. Because if we go to the beginning of this podcast when I said this is not a cookie-cutter thing where it's just like this is how it is and that's the end of it. It's literally as unique as your fingerprint. You may switch from a low-impact soul personality to a high-impact soul personality depending on the day but it just means that you have both compartments in your soul already. So yes, I'm a low-impact soul personality, but some days I love the high-impact feel. Like I said, I really love the quote, no fear, no limits, no excuses. I have been one to put on motivational speeches or like the speeches that they have before like a boxing match that you'd like Rocky Balboa, like 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 get up, no more excuses, wipe your face, seize the day, put your shoes on, just get out of bed, make your bed every day, stop being a whiner, you know, like like all of these things. Sometimes I feel like I need that. Sometimes I feel like I need that. But the difference between high-impact and low-impact people is low-impact soul personalities, even though they can tip their tiptoe into the into the the arena of high impact quotes and motivation they tend to not do that very often and they tend to not stay there so while I will sometimes listen to some of those motivational speeches that really just get me going and it's like you know like no excuses balls to the walls high adrenaline like you know don't make comfort-based decisions, all of that stuff. Even though I sometimes tiptoe over into that arena because I feel I need it, my soul inevitably returns back to the low impact personality. I where I feel like I'm more fulfilled. You know, once I receive what I need from the high impact quotes, once I receive the motivation that I need, I inevitably will backpedal into low impact again because I do feel like that's the natural resting state for my soul I'm very put off by quotes that are meant to be motivation but they generate feelings of inadequacy so if you're one of those people and you just can't relate to that best friend that you have that wears shirts that say you know like like you know step up step step up or step out or whatever like you know go hard or go home or whatever these quotes say again I don't know a lot of them because they don't pin those (laughs) but um and I'm not drawn to them when it comes to reading articles and things like that but if you have a friend that wears shirts that say that and you're just like oh my god like so and so I just wish I had her energy I wish I had her motivation stop doing that to yourself please she's a high impact soul personality you're a low-impact soul personality, and that's okay. The It's no different than a classroom filled with kids. Some of them are auditory learners, some are visual, and some are tactile. Some people need to physically do something in order for it to register, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that that person is any less intelligent than somebody that can learn in a visual way. It just means that they're different. So our souls are different. So I just wanted to put this out there because we've never talked about this before, and I don't know anybody that's ever talked about this before, but motivation is not a one-size-fits-all. Motivation has to speak to your heart in a way that your heart will understand, and it will only understand if the soul acknowledges it. And how do we get our soul to acknowledge motivation? By finding the right motivation, and it is not a one-size-fits-all. So find the quotes and the motivation that works for you. If it's a low impact, then you know what you need to find. Find something that speaks to your soul in a gentle way, in a compassionate way, in a way that you can feel better about yourself. Not these quotes for high impact people that are a little bit more adrenaline based and vice versa. I, I find that high impact people kind of giggle and laugh. And brush off some of these more gentle, compassionate, empathy quotes or motivation, motivational books and articles. And they tend to be like, I don't need any of that stuff. I can do this myself. Or, you know, I like something that, you know, slaps you in the face, puts cold water on your body and sends you out the door. So figure out which one you feel more drawn towards, which one is more empowering to you, and then focus on that type of motivation and I guarantee you'll feel better. So I hope that this was of some sort of benefit to you. Share it with somebody else if you feel like this would speak to them. Um, Join the Sweetheart Soul Sessions Facebook page If you feel so inspired to do and the next episode will be our one year anniversary episode. I feel so honored and so privileged to share these moments with you. So again, thank you. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you find yourself craving more sweet inspiration, you can look up Sweetheart Soul Sessions on Facebook. I'll see you there. Hear me. Your mind is as you are. Liz, and I am proud. We are real. Sweet up. Don't get me start. You call me here to really.